We've seen various ways accents might move around in Greek. We saw that it might happen for the past. No, when our accent isn't third from the end in the past, we'll put it there. We've seen how with longer words, well, longer words with their accent third from the end, their original accent, like aftokinito, like raskalos, have some situations in which their accent can move, or double, like with possessive endings like mu, tu, su, etc. To aftokinito, to aftokinito su. Or when we change their ending to u, that can pull the accent towards it as well in these words. To aftokinito, the car. To aftokinitu, of the car. Daskalos, daskalu. We've seen the plural neuter that moves the accent, but again, only in longer words, with their original accent third from the end, like provlima, provlimata. And you will come across more examples of accents moving in Greek, and you should listen out for them. An accent change, a change in stress in a word, can also completely change the meaning of a word. So apart from this movement of accents that we've seen that can happen for grammatical reasons, often the difference between two words in Greek is just the stress. If you go by sound, often the words might be written differently, but by sound you might only be able to differentiate them by the stress. So for example, we saw monos, which means alone, monos, and then monos means like a single, like a single coffee, enas monos cafes, or also odd, like an odd number. So you might see monos and think that the accent is changing for some grammatical reason. You might hear it and think that the accent is changing for some grammatical reason, but it's not, it's just a different word. We saw the word for when, which was? Pote. Pote. And the word for never is pote. Pote. So you have pote, when, and pote, never. How would you say when will he do it? Pote thatokani. Pote thatokani. He will never do it. In Greek we will say he won't do it ever, never. Then thatokani pote. Then thatokani pote. We saw briefly pos, which means how. You could say how are you. Pos ise. Pos ise. And there's a small change to ise, no, if we mean more than one you, or if we're talking formally. Pos iste. Pos iste. Pos iste. Do you know how she is? Xeris posine. Xeris posine. So we have pos, which means how, and we have poso, which means how much. Poso. How much is it? Posoine. Posoine. You could also say, if you're asking about price, poso kani. How much does it do? How much does it make? Posso cani? Posso costizi? Of course, how much does it cost? Posso costizi? And from posso, how much, you can also get how many if you make it plural. So what would be the plural of posso? Possi. Well, strictly speaking, if posso is the neuter, what would uh, be? Possa. Possa. But of course, possos, possi, if we're talking about masculine things, posse, possa for neuter things, for feminine things? Posses. Posses. Fora means time. We've already seen a couple of words for time. But fora means time in the sense of an occasion. No? Like once, one time. Fora. Fora. How would you say how many times? Posses fores. Posses fores. Posses fores. How many times do I have to tell you? So... How many times do I have to tell you? 
Possesfores prepi na supo. Good. Possesfores prepi na supo. And if we were to continue, we could say what, or maybe we would want to say possesfores prepi na stopo, su topo. How many times do I have to tell you it? The word for same is idios. 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 And that's the masculine, no? Idios. So we have idios, same, like in idiosyncrasy, no? And it seems that idiot as well is uh, related to this word. So we might be creative and say an idiot is the one that does the same thing again and expects different results. If you want to say the same thing, you don't need the word for thing. You can say to idio. Use idio in the nuta, to idio, and it means the same thing. So how would you say, how many times do I have to tell you the same thing? Ooh, the stopo was a bit automatic there, no? It was a bit risky. <laughs> because then you are kind of giving the information twice, no? How many times do I have to tell you it, the same thing? Yeah, yeah, I noticed. <laughs> okay, so? Good. Good. We could also have good. How many did you buy? And we mean masculine things. How many did you buy? Posi agorases. So posi agorases would be like you bought they, which we know is impossible. Mm. You can't buy they, but you can buy them. Possus agorases. Possus agorases. Good. So we have posso and all the different forms of posso. No, for how much or how many? And then we have posso, which means amount. To posso is the amount. Posso. So again, a change in the accent and we get a different word. Some other examples of this, magia, magia, this is the rama, no, like the G in magic, but softened by the E sound, maria, which means like magic or a spell, and then maya, with the accent on the A on the end, which means yeast. <laughs> we could have philo, no, which would be like philos, friend, behaving like him, without the S, philo, and then philo, I kiss, philo. But then also, the noun, a kiss, is ena fili, and kisses is filia, filia. So we have filia, kisses, and then filia, filia, which means friendship, i filia, the friendship. Pino, which means I drink, and then pino, which means I'm hungry. Politis, politis, which means seller, like in Pulau, I sell, and then politis, which means citizen. Like in city, poly. And we also saw, of course, we have poly for city and poly with the accent afterwards for very or a lot. Actually, citizen is literally citizen, no? <laughs> also in English, like Greek. Politis, poly. Fora, we said, was an, an occasion, a time, like one time, one occasion. Mia fora. And then fora means like momentum, impetus. So you need to be careful in Greek. You may feel like you recognize a word, but if the stress is in a different place than it should be, then it might not be that word. It might be, because the stress may have moved for grammatical reasons, as we've seen. No, but it might not be. So we really want to keep an open mind and judge the whole context together when we're trying to understand spoken Greek, rather than just hanging on very tightly to something that we felt we recognized. We want to keep an open mind when we feel we recognize things in Greek. And generally, you know, not to underestimate the power of stress in Greek to convey meaning. 
both grammatically and with words, as we're seeing. Some more nice examples would be lemonia. I think you may guess what this means, lemonia. Lemons? Lemons, good. And it's the plural, no? Like uh, lemoni, lemonia, neuter. But lemonia means lemon tree. Not plural anymore, just one lemon tree. Lemon tree, lemonia. Portocalia means oranges. But portocalia means orange tree. And then portocali, portocali is the colour orange. Portocali. And all of this is, of course, shedding its root with Portugal, the country, which is probably where the oranges were coming from. Actually, an orange is a fruit, a hybrid fruit that was created by man, combining, I believe, a, a pomelo and a mandarin since ancient times. So actually, you can see in different languages, it's the same word. Orange in English is the same as Spanish, naranja. It's the same word, just the N seems to have got lost away, a bit like in an orange, an orange, naranja, and all of this seemingly entering from Arabic. So, you know, this fruit tends to share a name, just like lemon, which is also hybrid. So Greek takes advantage of accent, not only to show grammatical things, but also to derive more meanings from a limited amount of sounds.